Welcome, everyone, to On the Record. My name is Adib, and I'm joined today by Goli Sheikhul Islami, our CEO for Politico. Welcome, Goli. Great Th to have you. Thank you, Adib. Wonderful to be here. Um, as uh, this podcast is for the entirety of um, the population of Axel Springer globally, it is wonderful that you're joining us as the first guest who doesn't sit on the executive board of Axel Springer. Uh, so it's an honor to be here. We're in Washington, um, the headquarter of Politico, and uh, we are on the record. That sounds great. Happy to be on the record with you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, Goli, it's been close to a year that you joined Politico as, as CEO. What drew you here? What brought you? What was the proposition that was put to you that, you know, got you to join us? You know, I think it was a combination of things. I think that, you know, I had been a long time, um, I would say, sort of admirer of Axel Springer and and really what Matthias and Jan and the team at Axel had, had built in terms of taking a traditional newspaper company and transforming it into a digital media powerhouse. You know, I was at the Washington Post um, uh, from... 2002 till 2010, I ran the classified businesses there, and that's when I first got to know Axel in terms of you know the just their ambitions and, and plans of sort of reimagining their business at the same time as as we were doing it at the Washington Post. And so, you know, when I had the opportunity to meet Jan and and then Matthias, I share sort of their passion and their vision for really journalistic organization that is providing a very important service in our society in terms of, of access to information and sort of the the, the pillars of democracy that, that, that really rely on, on a free press. But also I will say that, you know, I was at the Washington Post again when John Harris and Jim Vandehei left to come start Politico. Right. And so, you know, Politico has been uh, something that I have been aware of uh, for as long as it has existed. And, and you know, that this is an amazing digital news organization that has been built over the last 15 years. So really the opportunity to now join this organization and think about and, and at the next evolution of the company uh, now that, that it is owned by Axel Springer, you know, I think that was just an opportunity that, that I, I couldn't pass up. And so over the course of, you know, nearly a year now, What's been your impression as everything that it was set out, that you set out to sort of, what did you find here at Politico and how did the organization and its alignment within, you know, the broader Axel Springer family, how did the reality of that maybe differentiate from what you had expected maybe? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one thing I always say about Politico is I think it's actually, you know, from, from the outside, it's very hard to really understand in many ways, sort of the business success, right? So, you know, we're a news organization that is supported by a B2B subscription business and an advertising business. But really, you know, both of those revenue streams, um, you know, our, our target audience is, is a professional audience. So an audience of policymakers and, and those sort of in the business of legislating. Mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, from the outside, Politico is a consumer brand. 
hand, right? Yeah. So if you're interested in politics and policy and power, it is one of you know the the publications that that you turn to 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 read. And if you you know uh, if you turn on cable news, you see our reporters everywhere. You see us cited and sourced everywhere. I knew that we had a subscription business, obviously. I knew that there was, you know, a business uh, in terms of sort of a professional offering, but really understanding sort of the mechanics and dynamics of that business and and really the fact that, you know, that our journalistic work is supported by this, in, you know, the incredible sustainable business that has been built over the last 15 years. Sure. From the time I have been working in the news business, it's been a time of disruption, right? And it's been a, you know, really reimagining business models and how do you take traditional news organizations and make them viable in the digital age. And I think that Politico, and this is something I said to Matthias and Jan when I was interviewing, you know, I actually don't think it, it gets enough credit for, mm-hmm. I mean, how many, you know, sort of native digital news organizations, you know, have succeeded in the way that that Politico has, that they're really, you know, are not, I can't really think of many or any for that matter. Um, so I think that we've built something, you know, the, the team here at Politico has built something um, that is very distinctive. And, and just really understanding how the business works and, um, you know, the, the fact that journalism is the product that we sell yeah. and it is the, the qu- quality journalism, that was, has been the most interesting sort of learning over the last year. And um, also during this time, you obviously sort of prepared your strategy going forward for, for the Politico Media Group. And... Um, you know, we've, um, you know, seen recently the announcement of said strategy and sort of a five-year journey into yep. the future. Could you describe a little bit of, you know, your thinking behind the strategy that you announced? Sure. One thing that you sort of, that was, you know, front and center was sort of bringing together Politico U.S. and Politico Europe yep. closer together under one roof. But that's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure just, you know, part of it? Like, what's the entire play here over the next five years, especially given the fact that Politico as a news organization already does a lot of the things that you would expect a news Mm -hmm. organization to do well in the digital age? We already do that here. So what is the plan for the next five years? One of the, the first things that I was asked, you know, was really to think about you know, how to continue the the accelerated growth that the company has experienced in the last five years, right? So when Axel Springer bought Politico, obviously they, they bought it because they felt that it was a, a, a very a valuable organization that had a lot of potential. So really the purpose behind the strategy process was to define you know, what was that potential and how do we continue to grow the, the, the company and the business? And, and really, you know, the, I would say that, that we, we approached it from, from sort of two perspectives. You know, there is our, our core business. So the business that, that we started here in Washington, you know, 16 years ago and, and the business that we started in Brussels eight years ago. So, you know, the, the dominance we have in those two cities, you know, we, we serve the Washington sort of 
politics and policy ecosystem in the same way that we we serve that that ecosystem in Brussels and 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 the first part of the strategy was really thinking about you know the core business that we have and and what is the the potential there was some thought you know or some conversation when i first got here that you know had we hit a ceiling you know so mm-hmm. you know what how much more potential was there and and so through the work that we did you know we did a lot of market research and sort of discovery work before setting the strategy and what we found and which i thought was was very good news is that there is still a lot of room for us to grow in our core markets. And we see that because we have more competitors entering this market than ever before. And so I would say that that the first focus of the strategy is really how do we continue to invest in our core businesses and make sure that we are growing those. At the same time, we wanted to look at sort of what we call adjacent audiences and markets. So we, we have this formula of really doing great journalism and then also very in-depth uh, journalism when it comes to the area of sort of policy and policy making. And can you really take that formula and expand it to other markets and other audiences? And what we looked at is from a geographic perspective, um, you know, what were the dynamics in other markets outside of Washington and Brussels? And one thing that became very clear, actually, in, in every conversation I had when I first came on board um, with our customers, so uh, was was the fact that here in, in, in the United States, because of uh, all of the challenges sort of at the at the national level from a pol- policy making perspective sort of the paralysis you know in congress and the polarization that we see happening between the two parties a more and more policy making is happening at the state level so when you think of big states like california and new york you know the the policy that is being made at, at in those legislatures is impacting businesses uh, more than ever and and so our customers are have, have been telling us that they are are spending more and more money in those markets. And so we see the opportunity to really expand what we do to other geographies within the United States. And so part of what we have decided in our five-year plan is really a focus on California and New York as a first step and then, you know, a, a other potential states after that. In Europe, it, it is not dissimilar. So we we have dominated in Brussels, but we also now see opportunities to expand in the UK, in France, in Germany, in other European markets, and really serve those sort of national markets. And so, you know, our our big focus next year will be sort of an expansion into um, the UK, and again bringing our formula of covering politics and policy to those national markets. So, you know, to be a bit provocative, maybe, is it sort of the regionalization of of the news coverage of Politico, in a sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say it's actually just, I, you know, you could say regionalization. I just, I do think, we think of it as, as an expansion because there is always the connection back to, you know, you know, and we, we've talked about this for a while, which is, you know, we want to connect power centers. 
Right. right? So it, when you think about Politico, it's, it's you know, we want to be sort of the, the leading distinctive source of news and information for, for politics and policy in power centers around the world. And so, you know, Washington and Brussels were the the two areas. And so I think our expansion into California, our expansion into the UK, you know, uh, ultimately into sort of France and Germany. I mean, those are, it is about expanding and and connecting more and more power centers. More of those dots. Yeah. Mm. But I I think it's, shouldn't sort of sound negative in a way. I think maybe yeah. it is sort of the counterintuitive answer to a lot of the challenges of the digital media age yeah. that their you know relevance can be more regional than maybe sort of in the past. Yeah. Is is that part of the idea? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it is it, it it's I mean, I guess I think we have to from our perspective it is really thinking about you know where is there the need you know you know for you know where from a from both an audience perspective and sort of a customer perspective you know where where is there underserved needs and and how can we really sort of ad- address those and i think that um, you know we we now see the opportunity to to you know regionalize you know what has worked on a national level right what hurdles did you have to take in order to get your five-year plan off the ground? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's considering it is a five-year plan. It didn't take you too long to get it off the ground. I started in at the end of February, and you know, by sort of April, we had started working on the plan. Ideally, you have you're you are in an organization as the CEO, you know, for a little longer before you you start sort of long term planning. So I think the first I was really learning the business and in many ways uh, going through the strategy process was sort of jumping into the deep end to a certain extent and kind of learning it as the same time as we were trying to think, you know, about the future. And so I think that the, that for me personally, one of the challenges was sort of doing those two things at the same at time. The same time yeah. I also think that really, you know, the other challenge, which I, I do think we were sort of successful in addressing is also about focus, Right, because I think they're making sure that we uh, were uh, coming up with a plan that would allow us to deliver successfully meant that we it also had to be focused. Right, so we we saw opportunities in in many markets, but really decided, okay, let's let's focus ourselves on 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 those uh, markets that we think have the the biggest opportunity first, um, rather than saying, okay, let's try to you know blanket. Uh, and go into 10 different markets at the same time. And because I am a big believer that, you know, really it is, you you know, if you want to be successful, you really, as an organization, have to have to focus and, and prioritize um, the work. And so I think that was the other, the challenge was really being very deliberate about what are we going to say no to and what are we really going to, you know, put our bets down on. What's been your favorite moment since joining Politico? Like, you know, out of everything that happened in 2022? Oh, God, that's such a that's such a good question. I mean, look, I mean, I think there, there are lots of wonderful favorite moments. But I or but I would say, you know, when we published the 
the you know the story in May uh, about the the draft opinion on, on Roe versus Wade and sort of the, what became the Dobbs opinion. I mean, that is a for most moment. news organizations, it's some you yeah. know once in a lifetime. Yes. So you know being here uh, and and being part of uh, you know the, uh, the and the process and the organization that, that you know that that did that work. Um, you know I, I think that there is a great amount of pride and satisfaction that that comes from having seen how the team really came together to do some incredibly important work. Goldie, it was great to have you. Um, Some great insights. Thank you so much. I can only remind all of our listeners, send us your feedback, send us your ideas to otr at axelspringer.com. And Goldie, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. (laughs) 